don't sound familiar. Huh. Oh, boy. Were those boys wearing black? Did they come into town actually wearing all black? Really, Al, coach? I think they uh, dressed pretty well because they left wearing black with no problem. I'll let this run. I'm going to give Coach a little bit. Pick it up, Coach. I know you know the words to this bad boy. Hit it, baby. You're on the air. Bad, bad, Leroy Brown, the baddest man in the whole world. Yeah, right, run it out. Better than old King Kong. How about that? And meaner than the junkyard dog. Three, two, one. Here we go, baby. Thank you, Ed. Heck, you is. Here we are high atop the west side on a winter Tuesday. Uh, it's a beautiful day. Beautiful Christmas trip yesterday with the with the group. The, the company went to New York. We had a blast. We won't give you the details because we're not supposed to do that in our podcast. But, yes, it's true that the 49ers did come to town wearing in black garb, which when you talk about cocky, confident, man, when you come to town in black, what are you going to do? Leave town in a dress if you get your butt kicked? So uh, react to that, Chad. What do you, <laughs> that's a statement, isn't it? I was not aware of that, by the way. It is a statement, but I think it's okay because even if you lose, you're still leaving in black. It's just a funeral from <laughs> the true. other direction. Yeah. Right. So, you know, you can play it off as a win-win, and that's okay. But obviously they expected to win. So it is a cocky move, but yeah. it's one of those, like, I don't know, not pass. It's like a passive cocky right. move, but that's okay. I'm okay oh. with it. It worked out for them, obviously. Only you could project a funeral from the op- right. opposite direction if you get your... You're looking at the other way. We got our ass kicked, yeah. so we We're might black. as well dress in black. Yeah. yeah. It's bold. It's cool. Uh, WIP this morning was saying, tell us what's cool. I, I was going to call and say, that's cool, coming to town in black. Hats off, Tommy, to your San Francisco team. And uh, I, I got on them way too early when they had the three-game losing streak. So much so I went back and, and reconstructed the box scores this morning. Uh, I, whenever I missed the target, uh, I'd like to find out why. So I thought some I – mean, I know there were a couple key players out, but it wasn't the quarterback and it wasn't McCaffrey. And you guys – Cleveland's defense held you to 205 yards, that offense we saw Sunday. Well, Cleveland's defense is good. Yeah, but 205 still, yards, good. You can still have bad games. You know, it happens. Oh, Mr. Proctor County. Yeah, but they lost three straight, but it just beat us by 700 yards. That, that doesn't you know, exactly. Purdy's still young. They were mm. probably adjusting. I don't know how he did those games. Maybe McCaffrey had a bad game. You don't know who was injured. Um, you know, was, was, was Debo healthy the whole time? Weren't we all using the fraud stamp uh, at the Belmar Dimer in San Francisco? Weren't, didn't we all had the fraud stamp Don't out. No, if I was fraud stamping uh, San sure. Fran, I'm not sure. Okay, I, pre- well. I think I said San Fran has one of the best offices in the league consistently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Debo was out a couple games, and that big tackle Trent Williams was out. I know that was. Yeah, two they had injuries. No I mean, doubt about they got a, you know, obviously a really good line, really good linebackers. And mm. I don't know exactly how their secondary is all the way in the back, but they look like. like they can compete with anyone. They obviously came into Philly as a road favorite and win. You know, you don't see that much in Philly. No. Um, but I think that it was as just as much as it proves how good San Fran truly is. I do think it's still a net positive for the Eagles. I do think they needed this loss. Uh, I think the team was getting a little inflated. You know, you're hearing them talk about, you know, trying to talk about luck all week on the radio and countering it. I just think that it was good to get this loss out of the way. 
kept keep them focused now or get them refocused and move forward. They can still win home field. They beat Dallas this week. It's no problem. Home field will, will be the Eagles. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the loss here, and I think that they'll be ready to go for now for the rest of the season and into the playoffs. Yeah, that's an interesting spin, and I half agree with you, Coach. I think uh, their defensive uh, deficiencies were really exposed. Yeah, man. And we've known, you know, they've gotten by a little bit of smoke and mirrors, you want to say, for a couple games there. But, I mean, without an offensive threat over the middle, you don't realize how big Goddard is yeah. when yeah. they know they're not even going to attempt to throw to Stoll or with anybody. So I think that makes your defensive halfbacks for San Fran be able to guard you a little bit tighter when they're not worried about the middle. Plus, they have a lot better linebackers in the middle. It's amazing how many technical elements for observation there are. I mean, football, um, baseball, can say, all sports you can say are vastly complicated. Scheming, you know, how, you, how you're going to win X's and O's, stuff like that. But when you look at key injuries in, in football, like your left tackle, what it meant having that guy back, him and Bose are the contest where he's pitting him to the ground on a few plays with his left upper body, just his left forearm and bicep, he's pitting Bose on a couple of plays. Chad, how, how impressive a strength feat is that to watch a guy like Bose get pinned to the ground? I mean, yeah. but when you take that guy out and you give the star pass rusher, you know, straight access it ruins the game for a quarterback okay now you get the guy in and sacks are going to be a major problem then you talk about red zone offense red zone defense what, what if the eagles go down and score it's 14 nothing do they lose the game because of that maybe not but it's a different game when it's 14 nothing a no lot a lot of ways but you know the final report card pretty much belies the truth i mean looking at the report card here first downs that's neutral. But when you look at rushing first downs, this is eye-opening. It's, you only want to hear the eye-opening stuff. San Fran 12, the Birds 2, third down efficiency. San Fran 8 out of 11. Eagles 8 for 15. Total yards 460 to 340. Eye-opening. Now, they both get the ball nine times. San Fran averages 8 yards per play versus 4.8. Eye-opening. The point here is when you say, well, certain things were kind of neutral. Well, the report card hardly says neutral. Yards per pass, 11 versus 5.6. Rushing for the game, 150 versus 46. <clears throat> Can you say we don't miss Sanders? What a joke that is. San Fran rush, 5.2 versus our 2.6. You start uh, red zone, San Fran, four out of four. Philly, two out of four. It was nice to see no turnovers. I hate these high, elite-level games decided by turnovers. Can't stand it. One big thing, you got a lot of good information there. Yards after the catch was off the charts. Yeah, no tackling. Tackling was horrible. Their loudmouth family ran forever. He backed the smack is what that boy did. And uh, it was was a bit of a humiliation. I mean, there's not not too many ways to cost-justify 42 to 19. I mean... (laughs) You can say you thought the, the it was medicinal to lose, bud, but it can't be good for the psyche to lose forty-two to sixteen. I mean, no, but I think the 49ers are truly a better team than the Eagles. You know, look at J- Jalen Hurts. While they may have been the favorite for the MVP seven days ago, is clearly not in the MVP for just true quarterback performances here. And you look at the ratings and the numbers; he's a he, he's like number seven or something like that. 
he's not even top five. You know, Purdy's outperforming him. Dak's outperforming him. Yeah, yeah. And you see all these guys criticizing, going, "Oh, you can't, you can't give, uh, you can't consider Purdy an MVP guy." No, but for this individual season, which is all the MVP is, how you're doing this season, he's up there right with the best of the quarterbacks. And no, I don't think he's better than Mahomes, but for MVP this year, it's very possible, and it's very fitting for how he's played or Dak has played, uh, but not how Jalen has played. So now they've won games, but we looked at before, a lot a lot went right. So react, some of those. react to this, notwithstanding the, the schedule that was very difficult, we know that, but... Are we going to go back and adjust the team pedigree downward of the teams they played? In retrospect, does Kansas City look better or worse since the Eagles beat them? Worse. Okay? Look at their last performance, okay? They're falling out of all the, the margins completely down off it. You should take a look at the current. KC looks like just a mediocre team. So to advance my narrative, the... Eagles are losing these battles by over 100 yards per game now for five or six straight games. Coach, doesn't that add up and tell a story at a point? Oh, it definitely does. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, your your numbers just aren't that terrific right now. Well, your numbers, if you want to go to figures with, where San Fran was minus six yards the first quarter and still wound up with 450, you, you figure it out to right. 150 yards a quarter, which is – Complete dominance. That's a great point. When it when it was six plays for minus six in the first yeah. quarter, I was texting that because Tommy's at the game. If I were you right now, you know what I would do? Leave. And da, 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 da. Uh, I mean, talk about reversal of fortune. I mean, there's never been an NFL game that was six and minus six turn out to be stats like this. You can't achieve. I mean, from the first quarter, so in three quarters – much of which the last, what, eight minutes of the fourth quarter didn't matter a hoot. San Francisco, for the meaningful minutes, absolutely dominant. The stats could look worse if you took the Eagles' junk yardage, which was a lot of it. Can't believe Hurts, the key kept Hurts in the game. Cannot believe. After he left for per, per, uh, concussion protocol, did he not? And he's back in the game? And our coach says we play to win, we play to the end. He's a dummy. He's a dummy a lot. You must a be lot. psychic. That's my rant. Well, go ahead. <laughs> then, then I don't want to no, uh, no, you know, I'm, I'm just, dilute it. Go ahead. Six straight possessions, Sam Fran just went down and scored. I mean, that's yeah. never been done in the Eagles' history against them. And With ease? Oh, yeah, with ease, that's right. How, how fast did McCaffrey look? Did he look like he had a, a, a rocket up his butt? The first two times he touched the ball and went for eight and ten yards, I couldn't believe. Well, his his cuts are in, incredible. He's he's three steps ahead of the defense when he knows they're going left. He, he's already broke right before. I mean, his ability to read the defense and cut and predict is just as best as I've ever seen the running back in the running back game. Big boy, how fast does his first step look? Yeah, for powerful, big boy, power, yeah. Oh, yeah, powerful. And he hits the ground and you make contact with him. It's it's really amazing that. That he's able to just continue to do this week after week, just hit the ground and just knock someone back. He doesn't stop. He just keeps running. He's, he is something to watch. Yeah, he turns three-yard gains into six-yard gains. And yep. then the one pass play, he went out and just did a little fake while a linebacker would yep. buy him like the linebacker had feet were stuck in the turf. I mean, it, it's, it's just, quite a talent to be able to play the running back and also, also be 
of have a lot of re- you know, receptions in there too, and be able to play the play all the, the great athletes like in the NFL, and he stands out that much. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a very fair point, very fair observations in a league where they say don't get too worked up about the running back. They're yeah. they're replaceable. Don't pay them a lot of money. Yeah. Don't overcommit to them. Miles Sanders, you know, average five point zero when he was here for four years. We don't miss him now. You know, the the performance and the contribution to winning is measured over the entire season, not the fact that our guy Swift was sensational in the first three weeks. And he's going to have a good year, but he's not going to have a Miles Sanders year. Uh, and you're going to say, well, you know, you know what he's uh, – listen, I'm only interested in the Sanders that would have been behind this line, not, not the other inferior line. <laughs> Who the hell knows what it would be like there, right? But on this line and his five yards per carry, you're, you're missing that. But it's uh, on to Dallas, and that's not going to be any strolls with the park. Right, bud? No. No, not at Dallas. Returning after the loss earlier this year. They're a tough loss for Dallas. So you know they have this game ready. They're circled. They're circled. This. They're they, circled. They played Thursday, too. So Dallas is rested. Um, just like San Fran was rested. So back-to-back weeks, it looks like Eagles are playing tough opponents. Yeah, wrong time. With wrong rest. Time. So yeah. that's, that's, that's some bad luck there, timing-wise, how that plays out. Um, but Dallas will be ready. I don't have any doubts about that, and I think that this is this is the most important game we're going to see for the Eagles for the rest of the year. If yeah. we lose, division's up in the air. I still like the Eagles to win it because of who Dallas plays oh, after I, this. I, absolutely, their Let's schedule's tough. Make that point that they've got at Buffalo, and then I sent it out this morning. It's it's oh boy, we should have. They this. have two tough games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they're they're not going two and zero after the emotional letdown, win or lose, after the Eagles game where you get everybody jacked up. Then you win that, okay? Then you say, okay, you know, pack up. We're headed to uh, Buffalo, and the next team I think is better than Buffalo. Buffalo in the snow and whatever. <laughs> Let's see here. We got the Dolphins after that. Yeah, and then yeah. the Lions. So yeah, yeah they got, well, they got three the Lions games in Dallas. But you're not going to go to Buffalo and uh, that track that 440 team down in Florida. You could play them in your joint late, cold, and beat the hell out of them because you know their receivers aren't tough at all. When the, when the Miami receivers match up against soft zones, because you can't play a man, okay? Good, let's say you, know, you and I trying to cover somebody. When you play that team uh, there in a zone, it's a crucifixion, okay? They just cut your zone up, and the, and the quarterback's good enough to put it on your numerals. There's no defense for for what they do, that. The fast guy, what's his name, Hill or he, he, Oh Tyreek Hill? Man, I mean, that's to you, you could equate that with Kansas City this year. Tyreek Hill and Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill might set the all-time How about that yards two thousand plus yeah. for a uh, season. Yeah. And that's year. where it looked like Brown was headed at one point. We were all we were all over that on the radio that Brown was projecting to two thousand yards and, and unbelievable yards per. If you want to see a, a real cool looking yards per who's leaving football now. Look at Jackson play with the Eagles, John Jackson. Take a look at his average yards per catch, but if you could bring him bring him up. Because we talk in a bandwidth of 13 being good, you know, all pro-ish is 15, you're all pro every single year. 17, you're going to send a limousine for you every year. Then you're talking about the elite guys that hover near 20. 20 yards per catch in pro football is literally unheard of. Deshaun Jackson? 17.6. 17.6, man. Because each game he had that 55-yarder, right? He could hold him down, and then he'd go for 80. 
You know, he always seemed to have a big catch in every game he played. He'd you know? get somehow he'd get two or three yards behind. Yeah, and there's a D back every game, and the balls there. There's no running them down. So, a couple of our uh, devoted listeners, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, commented that we we were remiss not to make a prediction last week on the big game, and they're entirely correct. So we huddled on Thursday morning. For our predictions, and uh, we have it queued up, bud. Are we going to play it? Is it just going to be Richie puts it's it in the show? Put in, yeah. It's already put in. So you'll hear. We tweeted it out, too. We tweeted it out. We we met Thursday morning, and the general consensus of the, this podcast, we keep our hot streak going on predictions. I thought one of us would take the birds. I really did. Um, and uh, it was 3-0 San Francisco, and we nailed it. You know, so we, we keep our little hot streak intact here because we're starting to build some wins to the resume, you know. And that's not the easiest call, although there are a lot of leading experts in the country that we're liking San Francisco. Some of those on uh, Sports Talk Radio in Philadelphia, like Ray Diddy, that, that just couldn't say it. Ray Diddy gave you yeah. 100 reasons why <laughs> San Fran was going to win, and I picked the Eagles. But you know, off air, Ray was like, no, San Fran's going to win this game. And know? the opposite of that, Coach Vermeil's computer said San Fran by 9 or 10, I think. Did he admit that? Yeah. I didn't hear him. Did yeah. he put it out there? Okay, so he's got a, a notch to his belt. But, uh, yeah, so we, we, uh, we, we keep our record going there. And then we're on to Dallas. Let's make our predict. Let's not do it again. Let's not let's not fail to predict. What what do you have in Dallas, Coach? Right now, I like Dallas. It just seems to be the revenge factor. The Eagles have not beaten them five straight times at Dallas, and something to prove. And I think, like I said, we're exposed. And just by getting Shaq Leonard, that doesn't mean our linebacker core is all of a sudden going to be able to be you know jump up. Shaq Leonard was a hell of a player in his is day. Your, is your juice left in the battery on that guy? Well, I'll give you a little bit of background on him. He was drafted in the second round by the Colts. He was the defensive rookie of the year, and he led the league in tackles. First team All-Pro his first year, well, three-time All-Pro, and in 2022 he had two back surgeries and a concussion. That's why he was an if as far as this year and wasn't getting to play in time. Should have changed his name. <laughs> O'Neal. Hey, Bob, can I go back to Harry? Uh, Wiz, Chad, Bud, what do you got? Who's who's winning this uh, Philly-Dallas game? I think Dallas wins as well. And I think we're going to see score, for the heck of it, 31-27, Dallas. Boy, as much as I want to be the contrarian in the group, I mean, six, six identicals, no fun. But we're trying to shoot for accuracy and uh, resume, and for that, re- for those reasons, I I gotta stick with Dallas, and uh, I also believe it's going to be a lopsided game like the San Francisco game. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. So you know, if you show me anything close to 42 to 19, that's not going to shock me. I think it's going to be another lo- lopsided deal. Um, but the good news for the Eagles is they still secure. Um, well, home field, they'll, they'll win the division, which means they should get a first-round bye. Two teams get the first-round bye, right? Right. Yeah, so uh, that's huge, by the way. I mean, come Humongous. on. Come on. Let's take a look at if Dallas didn't have two really tough games. And they could win them both. Let's be let's be fair. Dallas is playing well enough to go on the road. And, and what was it again, Bob? It was Buffalo and Miami. Dolphins Miami. and the uh, yeah. Lions. Yeah, I could see him toughing out. 
a, a win in a, in a cold Buffalo where they're getting to the quarterback and he's dropping the ball. I can't see him get showered and headed to warm Miami and then run on a track beat. With, that's a game I can't see a win at all. But let's assume they do, uh, and they're identical, and they've beat each other once. Doesn't it then come down to, we should know this for the podcast, doesn't it then come down to conference record? If you're one and one against each other, I believe it does. Division first, conference second, tiebreaker. I, 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 and like you said, to go go back a minute or two about the San Fran. You know, if they run out and the Eagles and San Fran had the three losses, San Fran's going to get that if yeah, they ever different. meet that home thing. It's yeah. Really now, good. as we projected Dallas out with some losses, and therefore I don't think it, it's it's that big a deal. Uh, it's a big deal losing home field throughout, no doubt about that. That goes without saying. But in Sam Fran's, alternatively, I could have said, Sam Fran's schedule, I see them running the table absolutely positively. Would not surprise me at they, all. They, I believe, got the Ravens, but that's home. Uh, the, the, their tough games are home, and their schedule's not that tough to begin with. And I think they think they win their home games, Seattle, whatnot. So, yeah, that's how Sam Fran could nailed down the NFC Championship game. So then the question becomes, as we kind of forward flow this whole thing on the pro former, can the Eagles uh, win, get a bye, well, they won that week, and then win their first game at home, Detroit type of team, so absolutely positively. Then go on the road, bud, and beat San Francisco for an NFC Championship game, if that were the scenario. Yeah, I think it's possible. I mean, Fair contest, right? Yeah. Not like the one we saw Sunday. I think play, in playoff situations, we'll see a lot more competitive games here. Yeah, who would have ever believe that that game comes about with the three points at home? Would San Fran be like a six-point favorite? That's a good question because you got the three at home, and I can't see that, man. I can't see that. You know, four and a half is a lot, in my opinion. Six. Man, dear. But, but anything's possible, Coach, because who in their ever – Loving, living, did I say that right? Mind. I know what you meant. Yeah, even if I missed it, you got the point. Who would have ever thought that Bama, healthy, could be getting six and a half points against such, such an, oh, I'm going to get so worked up today on college football. Oh, my God, do I have some, some steam to blow off. Against an okay Georgia team that didn't one time this year match up with somebody on the road. Everything matters on the road. Who cares who you beat at home? Everybody wins at home that are good. Where did they go on the road and beat somebody by 35 points and own the game? Didn't happen, right? Now you start looking at the Georgia Tech close game. You start looking at Missouri close game. They could have lost in the fourth quarter. And you know, you knew right away if you watched them four times, and that's how many times I probably watched them, this was not a special Georgia team. You knew that, right? I totally forgot the point I was going to make. I, was, I think I was making it whether or not the Eagles could go to San Fran or whatever. Was that what I was saying? I have no idea. Well, Did I switch to college football? Not even say what's true. Yeah, I think you slid football. it in there, but they're both very yeah. big subjects. And so I think what we're saying is can the Eagles win in San Francisco? Uh, you know, Chad says good game. I could, I could see a good game, absolutely could see a good game. Uh, San Francisco, alternatively, they come to Philadelphia. You, you're, you like the Eagles there? No, I like San Fran. If I they think they're a better team. Okay, okay. Yeah, 
home home field not getting it done. What do you think San Fran comes in here? But San Fran, I just can't see our defense improving enough. Right. I mean, you've got Morrow, who beat like crazy with the yards after and so forth. And you've you got guy, uh, Cunningham's out, who was their best linebacker. N'Kobe Dean is out, and I don't think he did enough to prove himself that he's going to really be a great linebacker. Right. And so, you know, you're really weak in that position, and God forbid, God forbid if anybody else gets hurt there, I don't know who you play. Switch it over, and listen, my heart breaks for Florida State as much as anybody's. I, and, and we all saw the reaction to their to their team uh, and their nation, you know, when the committee uh, handed down the, the, uh, the verdict. Uh, the committee got it right. And I entered this these exhibits to that. Uh, when, when we made a case for Michigan State back in 215, here's the score, Bama 38, Michigan State 0. You see the box score from that game if you want to see some red ink. Uh, then there was a case for TCU because I think they beat Michigan to get in, was it? Yeah, but we all knew there was, there was a fluke. At Georgia 65, TCU 7, okay? That's not that long ago. And then, of course, Cincinnati. Cincinnati was the team that was really going to be different. They were going to get to the dance. And they had such a, a good front four and active linebackers. And it was going to be really hard, you know, for Baba to move the ball against Cincinnati. And for a while it was. For a while it was. 27 to 6. I, I'd love to give you the aggregate score, you know. So in the old, oh, they deserve to be there. So so should Florida State be there. Almost ideal. Identical criteria and rationale world. This total box score for that is 130 to 13. So, Coach IX, how did the Florida States that deserve to be there by a criteria, winning their conference, blah, 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 how did they fare against the truly elite given the opportunity? I don't know how many games their quarterback has been out, you know, and I didn't see them play much this year. Oh, a whole different situation without them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and you have to project that. You know, what amazes me a little bit, too, Georgia going into that number one type situation, undefeated, and you can really feel for Florida State, but I didn't think Georgia would drop down to six either. No. But but it goes back where, what, Alabama got beat by Texas early, right? Yeah. And Texas is a great team, so that helps as far as who your competition is. And they beat play. Bama, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm not sure, by the way, Georgia dropped the six. I think that's inside finagling going on with the committee to make it look better. I think that's exactly what happened. I think Georgia's five all day long in, in yeah. FSU. That's not easy yeah. to pay for by the, one slot yeah, 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 for Florida yeah. Thank State. You. Thank you, Coach. For those of you that listen to Speaking of Sports, because you think every once in a while we give you something you do not hear on ESPN or you did not hear on talk radio this week, uh, that that could be one of them, all right? Uh, there's no doubt in it. That's just window dressing at that point. But what do we got here? Did the committee get it right? You look like you got a little smug look on your off. Oh, he's been smug all morning, you know? No, I think they... You had a good day in New York yesterday, didn't you? You seemed to be enjoying yourself on a company dime. Oh, absolutely. Uh, okay, just check it. They... Either that or the day old bagels. One yeah, yeah, two. yeah, right? <laughs> the, um... I think that they made the right decision in terms of who the best four teams are. With Florida State with their third-string quarterback... No, I think that if they had their number one guy, um, they would be in. But knowing that, I think the the committee was trying to avoid some of the situations we've saw in the past. So, you know, I, it is tough because, you know, Florida State says they played and you know, they had some good wins. 
had a decent strength of schedule. Some people say it was like top three, and other yeah. people yeah. say it was like top thirty. I don't understand why strength of schedule differs so much on websites. Right. Uh, but no, it wasn't weak. Um, and they won. They won out. So they did everything they possibly could have done, and they still fell short by going undefeated. Uh, it's tough. I thought that Florida State was going to be in and Texas was going to be out. And you're going to have Bama, uh, Bama, Michigan. Oh, yeah. I pushed uh, back on you Washington, Sunday morning. Texas. Do you want to give Dad a player? Uh, yeah, you, you, you did. Because, you know, <laughs> Coach, he doesn't talk too much about our one-on-one battles, does he? If you think I'm getting a family yeah, conversation, you're better. You yeah, better you were not a long time ago. Long, I love him dearly. Long right, story right. short, I think <laughs> they made you know the right decision because Florida State's just not a top four team right now. Right. Um, and they'll go out and they'll have a chance to prove themselves in a bowl, and we'll see all they do. No, there'll be a chance for them to. I don't know if they'll play Georgia. I don't know who they'll. I don't know who they're playing, but that's that'll be their opportunity. That's exactly who they do play. And by the way, stay tuned, America, because you're going to get a chance to see. Now everyone's going to say, "Oh, well, Florida State would have played harder, had it been you know, the Final Four. Well, no, that and nickel get you a cup of coffee on North Broad Street, okay, eleven o'clock on Tuesday before January fifteenth, because this is, <laughs> it's they're going to get annihilated by Georgia at same defense, you know. I'm not going to get the the records out and 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 do more stats here, but it's something like Florida State averaged 3.5 yards passing against Louisville and 2.2 <laughs> rushing or something like that. Yeah, it's just, George is a 14 point favorite George, over Florida I didn't, State. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's posted up because yeah, yesterday yeah. it was Saturday, December 30th, 4 p.m. <laughs> 14 point. George is a 14 point. Now, favorite, for those yeah. of you that believe that Florida State was dealt the wrong hand, okay? Well, why don't you put your pipe, not cherry tobacco, put the fact that they stink without their quarterback, and they're now getting 14 against a, te- a team that got beat the hell up and down the field by a Bama team that everybody thinks wasn't going to be around after the third week of the season when they sat their quarterback for that stiff from Notre Dame. About I said that stiff from Notre Dame. You know what's the biggest if, too? Like, if two weeks ago where Bama wins on a 30-yard pass play in the corner unbelievable. and would give them two losses, they probably wouldn't have been in the top four. At my wife, yep. Marion, will say it all the time at the end of the season. She'll just walk in and say, what's going on? Does it follow close? And she heard me yell, and she came in. She said, did they do it again? That's what she said. She, she says, this is the factor. One of my buddies, the kids went to Alabama, and this guy was gold in sports. Like, he was gold in everything he touched. He found a way to beat you. <laughs> in fact, I took off the S, his name factor. <laughs> He'll will it not to happen. She walks in and says, did Babbitt do it again? I'm like, yeah, you know who took over. But they make plays. That's what they've done to get in these tournaments that they didn't belong and stuff like that. I mean, Auburn's got to be ashamed of themselves to give up that play. I mean, absolutely, positively have to be ashamed of yourself. And and hats off to Tommy Reese. Most people probably don't know that he's the offensive coordinator for Alabama. Not a natural fit. A guy leaving so soon, Notre Dame, to go to Alabama, talk about a career opportunity. Let him go to finishing school for Bama and see how many head coaching jobs does Tommy Reese come back and coach Notre Dame? Maybe it goes to the NFL. Maybe it goes to the Bama NFL. With the young guy. He's still young, right? He's in his 30s, late Tom, 30s. Tommy Reese could coach for three decades at yeah. Notre Dame and be a legend, right? You go to the NFL, but if you don't win in three years, you're done. 
Yeah, but it's, you know, again, he's a young guy. If he yeah. fails, he could come back to college. That's and very, be very true. Successful. That's very true. But boy, I just, the guy at Notre Dame's not going to last. He just doesn't have what it takes to win. Uh, he's, uh, I watch him, and he's not tactical when you need to be tactical. And I'll still go back to you. In the game that could put you in this Final Four, you don't know if you beat Ohio State, how, you, how the rest of the season goes. We all know that. He plays the last two downs with 10 players on defense after a timeout. He was aware of it. Yeah. I'm going to lose my mind. You no, know, okay? Tom Reese could also maybe be Saban's replacement one day. Who knows how many how years that? he has left? How about that? If they're already in cahoots talking maybe about Saban that, maybe Saban has five years left. And maybe what he, he, has a he can retire this year if he maybe, wanted to. He's done. He's done everything. Maybe Saban's but, pitch was: "You come here, let's win a couple national championships." There's no better mind in football than Tommy Reese. Oh, I'm sure this is probably a discussion down there, like saying, "Do we want Saban to stay around three or four and right. definitely lose right. Reese?" Right. 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 It's going right. to be maybe a, a, a time because how many great coaches have been under uh, Saban? Right. You know, the guy from Georgia, Kirby, right? Right, right, right. He's over there. Oh, there's some more. Oh, Kiffin, and you could name him now. This is your part of the show. Yeah, all and the, Saban's 72 years old. Is right. he going to yeah. go to right. 80? I mean, Kirby's 47 years old. There's almost yeah. 30 years there. Right. Um, maybe it's an opportunity for Saban to say 75, take it off. Here comes in Tommy Young, ready to run Bama. He's got the Saban pedigree under you know over top of him now, that he's got all the experience. He's he's like a Saban 2.0. Yeah, and Alabama remains Alabama for the next twenty years. Yeah, who knows? Well, that's about how it's going to go, America. I hate to tell you, but if you don't like Alabama, roll tide and all that crap. Get used to because you're going to be watching no, him do but that. But Saban doesn't have gray hair like you. Yeah, right, how right. about that? Yeah, Tommy yeah. Reese is only thirty one. I didn't realize he was really? still that young. Yeah. yeah, he's young. Boy, talk about a kid that didn't miss his. Social time in Notre Hot Dame. Tommy, Tommy Reese and, and the girls at Notre Dame and the stories of him hopping over the hedgerow, <laughs> the campus police chasing him out of a party. And oh, Tommy wow. says, You can't catch me. And he <laughs> hops over the hedgerow and all the beer flies over. And they catch him, you know, because there's like more police than him. And all of a sudden, Notre Dame does what they do. Can you imagine? Al, let's lose our mind here, bud, a little bit. Just imagine a star. You're the star quarterback senior year at Notre Dame when they were relevant, you know, early, and uh, you had a, a really uh, celebratory night after a big win. Okay, and it's a wee small hours of the morning. Sinatra's in again, Algaluda, wee. Okay, <laughs> and Tommy Reese gets caught by the campus police, and there's some infractions here, no doubt about it. Other players are allowed to do this. How much politicky, Chad? Goes on immediately. I'm sure, a lot. Who, who calls Kelly? How fast? It right, says, We got your boy, Reese, here, and he just blew a 2.2. What are we going to do, coach? And, and Kelly's like, Why are you going to call uh, Schwark, the AD? And he calls them, and all of a sudden they flood the now, place. Does Reese say, Evidently, you guys don't know who I am? Yeah, or right, right. Security people say, <laughs> We know how you are. We don't know what to do. Yeah, we don't know what to <laughs> no, do here. Yeah. No, but, did, did you know that Tommy Reese. Worked for the San Diego Chargers already? Yes, I did know that. It was the Is offensive one assistant. Year, right? One, one year? And done. He one and done. I did know that. NFL, just for a bit. Yeah. Back to Notre Dame, yep. where he was put for the past six years. Yep. On to Alabama. Yep, exactly. And uh, so a bright career for uh, Tommy Reese, no doubt about it. And uh, since we're talking about the final four here, uh, do we have predictions? You know, let's. Why don't we go on record now? I know it's about a month early, but you know, we can change them if you want to. You know, caveat it on the way out. We can do that. But what do you? What's your? Uh, what's your knee jerk reaction right now, Coach, to the final four? Who's going to win it? 
Well, going by Marion saying, did they do it again? That would not surprise me one little bit. Yeah, she'll be right. Yep. <laughs> the factor. The factor. I want to say his name. I really want to say That's his name. That's the deciding factor. Yeah. Yes, Alabama. Yeah, because he just wills it, okay? I hope he hears his podcast. I don't think he listens. But we had a little falling out years ago over the damnedest thing. Uh, but, yeah, he wills it whenever he wants, and he gets it. Bud? Um, I think that... I'm going to go, I'll go with the underdog story. I'll go with, well, not, not really an underdog, Washington. Be, be careful here. Be careful. I'll go Washington. They're going to get annihilated. Yeah. It's a whole different culture. When and you know what? You're going with Washington, and they were just nine and a half to ten point dogs yeah. against yeah. Oregon, right. which is tough to put together. Yeah, yeah I was yeah, 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 looking yeah. back <laughs> on hard it, to put together. Looking yeah. back, I was surprised she, to see they cute? were that big of a dog. Yeah, given their record yeah, and twice. performance against Oregon, that was definitely an insult. They definitely uh, aren't viewed as for real, but there they are making it in. So I, I'll go with the upset story. Let's go with Washington. Maybe we put that fraud stamp away a little too soon, guys, on that okay. Oregon team that just seems fine. They manufacture eggs, don't they? And that coach with the seat. Yeah, I remember back to Deion Sanders week, and Deion Sanders deserved all that with his. Bluster and, and no back. He, what's he end up four and eight? Whatever. Four and eight. Yeah, a whole nice, bunch of nothing. Nice job, Dion. Keep woofing, keep talking, keep selling all that cheap real estate and swampland, buddy, because that's exactly. You know, Dion, let me tell you something, bud. If you want to talk, back it up. All right. Be good to. Don't be telling people to get me now. Get me now. You better get me now. Nah. We'll see you next year at our place. And guess what? We're not the least bit worried, okay? We'll see you next year at our place. I can't stand this talk is cheap guys that are out there. And by the way, there's not many of them left because the smart people have learned. You, you just don't lead like that. I don't think it's that. You guys chime in here. Is it a fine line? Or is it a bold line that you don't do what Deion Sanders does? That kind of talk, or, or well, but man, is there a place? Just, is there a place people he's can an get an away he's, with it? He's like, an athlete. A lot of these coaches, they but, may have played so far, but not at the caliber that Deion Sanders played. If at. he walks in this boardroom right now, are you calling a guy prime? If you if you do, you're you're, you're out of a job. Coach Prime, yeah, that's what people call him, Coach you, Prime. You the, guy's call a, him. the guy's an NFL Hall of Fame. I'm not going to disrespect the guy. So you would call him Coach Prime? One of the best players, uh, cornerbacks in NFL history, right? You're going to say Prime. You're going to say Coach Prime. That was his nickname his whole career, wasn't it? Was it not? I'm going with Neon Dion. (laughs) I mean, if he's... Was he not one of the greatest cornerbacks of all time? He was the only guy I ever saw controlled entire field. Now, on that, didn't he play baseball too? I mean, this, yeah, yeah the guy's an awesome all around stud athlete. Yeah. Of course, I'm going to respect his name and call him Coach Prime. He, he was exhibit C that baseball is the toughest sport going because all the other guys that try to play baseball that were really good at other sports, Michael Jordan, John, they all, they all stunk in baseball too. Except Can't play baseball. Nobody can play baseball. Uh, but. Uh, I would watch Sanders neutralize the entire side of the field, but when they say that you could do it, you wouldn't think you could, would you? Like, I mean, come on, throw the ball you know, around him, but he locked down that side of the field. Yeah, he yes, has. He he's like the yep. definition of, of swagger. He is that type of guy. He was. He had a very successful career. He's probably – oh, I, I, mean, I didn't watch Deion Sanders growing up. Yep. He probably um, – he probably had that same mentality as a player. Oh, he the did. Same, same mindset, same attitude, same way he talked. Yep. And um, he brought that right into his coaching career. Right. And, you know, that's fine. That's who he is, and it's worked for him. 
And uh, some players get really inspired by that. Some players don't. I think that if you're doing it, you have to be back it up. You have to be able to say, "Hey, I have the resume and pedigree to do this." Like you're not going to see like Tommy Reese walk in and do right. something like that because <laughs> you know, in in the grand scheme of the highest level, yeah, he stunk. Now, right. more talented than 99 percent of people that will ever live, but right. at the highest level, he highest did nothing. Level. Versus right. Deion Sanders went to the highest level and was not just was good, but was excelled the very, very best. Uh, so he can do that mentality, that little swagger mentality, and. It didn't obviously work this year, but it was improvement. They was, got yeah, a ton of recognition, so there may yeah. have been a, a long-term strategy to right. it as well. That whole swagger that he has, it brings a lot of attention, and that's going to probably help with drafting. You're going to see a lot no of guys want to come yeah. play for Coach Prime now. Yep. And who knows, maybe in three years, they'll have a team that is really deep, and I'm not saying they're going to compete with an Alabama or a Texas. Right, right, right. But maybe they'll On be the really good. You know, maybe maybe yeah. they'll be a th- Three win, three loss, three loss team or something like that. Maybe you can, really good. You can, well, bet, you can bet your last dollar that next year he will have six to ten. Big yeah, he beefy will. Right, he will. There's he no will. doubt about yep, it. Yep. And I just read somewhere that he's up in consideration for coach of the year. Yeah, don't agree with that one. That one, I know. Yeah, that's where sometimes things just get skewed. Could like, be politics, politically correct. Who knows? But, but you know, he's a great salesman. Just yeah. watching more than ads, what uh, Affleck yeah. would say. Yeah. You know, he's a charming guy. Yeah, he's a, a funny guy. Now, is is his son returning? Do we know? As far as I know, yeah. Because yeah. if his son's returning, yeah. then yeah, he's going to yeah. get some offensive he's lines. A tough get some kid, offensive boy, I never saw him. a quarterback get hit as tough many kid. times as that young man. But my point was, the Oregon coach at halftime was downright bitter towards him with the comments he made. It was, they're embarrassing towards uh, Dion. And I said to Marion, this is outlandish that a coach would talk like this, okay? I mean, he was the – so, Coach, you better, you know, lock the back door in your own house, man, because if you can't defend your honor and you want to be woofing like that, don't have Washington kick your ass twice as a 10-point underdog, you know? Mm-hmm. So our fraud stamp this week goes to Oregon. There ain't no doubt about yeah. that, right? No doubt they're supposed to be up there. And they had to win that game Friday night. And uh, so can Washington get in the Final Four and win? Isn't it kind of a shame that the first round has Bama and Michigan? Yes. Yeah, because you, you would you, like to see, like to probably see Bama-Michigan final. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But there's only so much you can do when you know when Bama loses early in the season and they can't get yeah. that two spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. The uh, it, it our is our hockey team Al playing better. I mean, it's fair. This is a local podcast, right? I mean, we do a funny. You brought team. that up. I watched that game last night. I watched the games from the coast for them to beat the Penguins in Pittsburgh two days ago, and then beat them again last That's night. That's impressive. Overtime. It's impressive. Very, very impressive. This kid Hart is really standing on his head. And then Urson, they bring him in, and he right. to shut out. And Tortorella has these kids, and they know if they don't. They lead and block shots. There's kids have bruises all over right, their right, bodies. Right. I mean, they're, they're like giving it up, right? They're giving they're it up. Unreal. But if he thinks, see, this kid Farabee could be a hell of a player. 
He, uh, Tortorella said he didn't like what he did right at the beginning of the game the other night, and he sat him the rest of the game. Right. So they know you, you're only one step away from going down with the Phantoms if right. you don't put out yep. because there's somebody wanting to jump it right in your place. And there's a young kid named Forrester. He's got five goals now in the last five or six games, and he's finally getting confidence. He's got a great slap shot before he was hesitant to take okay. it. But, yeah, he. I mean, they're still two or three and, years away. And, and did Nova really lose to Drexel? Well, they lost to Drexel, St. Joe's, now, now, and Penn. Now, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Perry's in the other room. I'll call him in. Oh, they lost. <laughs> what's, the, what's that parlay? That Penn and Drexel yeah, and yeah, St. Yeah, Joe's yeah. were all going to beat Villanova. Yeah, just to dilute it a little bit. Hey, speaking of the devil, hats off to Perry, our, uh, our director of uh, new business development here at Grimley and son-in-law. Uh and husband of Lauren. There you go. There's Lydia John Perry, who was uh, 2023 Grimley Financial Employee of the Year. And How about he that? Got recognized yesterday in New York at Uncle Jack's Steakhouse. And I'll tell you, it was a special moment to give him that that recognition. Well, he's a yeah, nice but, young man, yeah, and I'm sure he's yeah. very deserving of the war. Absolutely, award. positively, all the way through, and went to St. Joe's as well as our kids. So hats off to the uh, Big Five champs, St. Joe Hawks. Right. Yep. Uh, Billy Lang's done a nice job. Billy Lang has done a great job, and we'll get better each year. You look at the roster now, instead of having the Irish kid Daly shooting threes, nothing against Daly, but he's built like me. Now they got basketball players with leverage and length and all that crap, and they're quick. And do we have to talk about the Sixers? They're pretty much in a salary dump all year, aren't they, to get rid of Harris and stuff like that? They're not well, see, I didn't even competing for an rumor. NBA championship this year, right? The Sixers? Why yeah. wouldn't they be competing? I just don't think aren't it's they that one pedigree, of the top is it? Records and I'll tell you, it's amazing. Well, maybe, I, yeah, okay. With that trade, they've got a lot more than we thought. Covington's doing a nice job at eight, ten minutes. Their bench is definitely stronger with Morris okay. right. and Basum, whatever. that They've done a nice job. Uh, and we're 12-7. and seven. You know, tied for fourth. Yeah. That's, uh, I know they, they've obviously – I haven't checked in a while, so I thought they were number one or two for a while. So, I guess the Sixers okay. – I maybe. mean, they're right there. They – they're they're maybe not the Celtics or the Bucks, but they're gonna they're gonna they're good enough to try. Well, I got a text from uh, Coach Pete, and he's my number one on, on the NBA. There's nobody close. He's so Pete is so uh, frenzied and zealot towards the NBA and the Sixers. This is tr- this is the what's they what do they call the mafia oath the uh Warrior, you know the name the, for the, the blood. Nah, yeah, but, but they, there's a name for that. They might never come up with the key names, do I? The blood oath is called something. The Oamarda oath, now that I've ruined the whole moment. Pete's that. He takes the Sixers blood oath. So if you want to he's talk. He's a made man. Yeah, he's a made man. <laughs> and he texts me that the Halliburton thing is all spec- was all speculation. There's nothing that you can cement down, bolt down to the floor that says the Sixers missed an opportunity. And, and it's a big point right now because Halliburton's numbers are almost unprecedented to see guys shoot like 44% from three and averaging those kind of assists and whatnot. I mean, With no turnovers. Yeah, no turnovers. Yeah, man, he's putting some NBA uh, metrics up that we haven't seen in a long time, you know. So uh, if you're one of those Howard Eskinites that think the Sixers would have had Halliburton, you're wrong. So get your facts right because Pete said otherwise, and my money's on Pete. I'll tell you what was amazing. I don't know as far as the betting line, but when Embiid – and Maxie didn't play the other night, and they played their. They butt did. Off. The subs did, didn't they? Wow. I mean, what it, a box score! It was unbelievable how they stayed in that game, and 
they shot from three and everybody yeah. contributed and it was amazing like i said you you wouldn't have been surprised by a 25 or 30 point blowout should we roll out right into a rant or rave bud rant or rave that here we time go. rant or rave richie i have a rant all right and uh coach nick was on this morning explaining a little bit about it but i can't see what hurts going out going in the concussion thing and so forth to have him or Swift back in that game, that hit that Swift took with eight minutes to go. Now, Great rant. Now, you might say, oh, eight minutes is a long time. Not in that game because San Fran was just going up and down. I mean, and God forbid anything happened to Hurts in that last eight minutes. How do you explain to somebody why you just had him in a concussion protocol and then you put him back in the game? Great rant. And, man, touche, I think that's what it means. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more. I know that, that would, what that means. And uh, I would use the word shocking to see him out there. Now, Swift almost had his career ended. How about that hit? Did you see the yeah. hit that Swift took? Yeah. With, uh, and, the, and that was that was my rant, too. The, the, really? Yeah. The um, And I know when Swift got hit, there was about just under four minutes four to minutes. go. yeah. So at that point, what in the heck in the world are you doing with Hertz and Swift out there? I mean, the entire backups, every position that you can have backup for should have been in at that point. Put Penny what in. Where's we, Penny? What been? were we doing? I mean, what if what if you get someone who rips you know rips their knee open? Any this out for the season? Like what, you can't defend that. And the whole playing hard till the end. There's a difference between playing hard and playing smart. Yeah, you got to know when to cut your losses. And you know, full charging. We're going to win this game mentality. With three minutes to go. So, so do this. Extend it out. I, I love the psychosis part of it. Tell me the psychology of why it happened. Of why it happened? Yeah. yeah. Well, Sirianni, step, step in. Step in. Sirianni was saying, we're going to play to win. To, or we're going to play hard every play, no matter what. And I guess that means playing your best guys. And no one hurts. He might have said, I'm, a, I'm fine, coach. Right. Right. right, but who knows? Right. But what, it just what doesn't player, make what sense. What player wouldn't say that, especially one yeah. as tough as Jalen? In yeah. his own kind of unique sickness at that moment i'm not calling the guy sick in that moment his own little you know, depravity it, it, he's on the sidelines of his mind saying i'm gonna beat your ass the last four minutes i'm gonna beat your ass okay he's just got to annihilate it but he's not going to be able to drive home with his wife and not say hey the last four minutes you showed that we got it back hurts was better but but we took control the last four minutes and wife was like honey you, you, you're we're down by 50 they weren't they had down by 22 yeah it doesn't make any nah. sense at all except you did risk your franchise on i yeah. can tell you that much what were you possibly thinking my rant's going to be gee you think one of us is raving uh but my my rave is the st joe hawks i don't care who you're playing i don't care how they're dressed you know what you do in sports as you do in the legal community or field you, you take your clients as they present themselves. Well, guess what? When it comes to a schedule, baby, you play your schedule and beat their ass as they present themselves. And the Hawks uh, are going to be the big five champs this year, and, and, and hats off to them. My rant would be, Eagles Nation, we know you bleed green and all that and all that goes with it. And I think I bleed burgundy about the Phillies. Baseball first guy, everybody knows that, Okay. But what I don't do is go running around town saying, oh, I can't believe the Phillies are a dog in Atlanta. That, that damn Vegas, they don't know what they're talking about. It, it's just so many Eagle fans I know. Passion goes to a place where you just want to say, not grow up, but what are you doing? Like, 
the the bias of towards the Eagles the in Philadelphia. Bias. Is, oh, the yeah. Eagles bias compared to the Phillies fans. It seemed to be more logical. I can, I can support this, by the way, if you want to text me. Oh, Arnold Duke. Okay, but here it is. All last week, our pundits on the radio, the guys are supposed to set the tone for the week on fairly intelligent banner back and forth. This is so disrespectful that we're no, it wasn't. It's exactly what we handicapped the game before. We had Philly minus one and a half or or get one and a half. It was the right line. Okay, the fact that the Eagles fluked into three or four straight wins by getting out you're at 125, but Dallas didn't know what to do first and goal from the five, and Kansas City drops a, a stone cold lock touchdown. Yeah, all those computers are no. wrong. Yeah, yeah, all the computers uh-huh. are really, wrong. It really shows how much they miss Angelo. Because Angelo could have made those same points, but at least been fun about it. Been fun about it, but right. was so like what a great so, point. They're so serious. Except I get the only one. The, Except for Richie. I feel like Richie was the only one last week who was kind of getting that and was getting pushed back so much. But there's just, they're just, it's a great it's point. A, it's such a serious, I guess, persona it comes off as, and that's okay. That's, you know, I'm not going to say that everyone has their style, but at least with Angelo, it would have been so, I don't know, his, his mentality, his loudness, his rah rah, his fun and excitement, that it would have been like laugh, but you would have been like, yeah, you know. Yes. Yeah. You know, screw the four nine. Right. Eagles should be minus three. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It, or it would be. He was fun. never too serious. Yeah, right? he would have tweaked the culture. He would have tweaked the culture. Yeah, it just right? there's just such a lack a lack there now. It's and, a shame. And right? I haven't heard one of those Eagles zealots call yet. You know, it's Tuesday and say. Well, boy, what an ass I was. I was the guy that called last week and said, screw Vegas, what do they know? The line's wrong. And disrespectful. All so disrespectful <laughs> yeah. to the Eagles. And you, you know, I Eagles mean, Nation, just come to grips I mean, with the, who you are. Don't You don't have to, you know, lead with this passion and has no reality or no baseline of ra- rationale. Yeah, that's, that's, that's I a, don't know. In a lot of ways, that's a lot of what it Philadelphia is. fans. Uh, this is a lot of Philly. Are. It um, is, man. It is. A lot of times there's what those rose glasses and yeah. stuff. Now the yeah. Eagles are a very solid team, but Yeah, they are. Oh, just from the statistics, the numbers really don't lie. It was very clear. Their offenses are very very even. You can kind of pick which one you think is better based on your own personal analysis of it. Statistically, they're very even. Their defense is not even close. Not close. The 49ers have one of the best defensive in the league. I think they are ranked number 1 in the league. And the Eagles' defense, honestly, right now, looks pathetic. It looks like our cornerbacks, who are supposed to be some of the best cornerbacks in the league, don't know how to cover anyone. Our safeties are so bad, it's dis- it's despicable. They can't even tackle. And our, our defensive line, which has a, a Mack truck back there, and Jordan Davis, can't touch Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So all, uh, the defense is so bad compared to 49ers. So you have balanced offense. One defense is bad. One defense is very good. Yep. How could those lines possibly be? How could the Eagles be a favorite there just yeah. because they have two more wins? By one methodology, if you, you factored out all, all objectivity and, and just were on pure emotion, you could, right? So I text out after the game, 65 days to pitchers and catchers. I guess it was a little too early for that, right? So uh, that's our rant and rave, bud. How the heck did they get a hold of us? They know how to get a hold of us, but how they get a hold of us anyway. As always, speaking of sportspod.com uh, or 609-828-5569 for your number directly. 
Still mean to break up your continental breakfast here. I thought I had time for a quick bite of the bagel. <laughs> of all that, we're going to be off the air in 32 seconds. He goes the whole show without a bite Must of his bagel. Must be close to lunchtime. Well, lunchtime. It was the, it was the <laughs> fact that it was staring at me for he the past couldn't stand. minutes. He I couldn't stand. I just made it even a little bit stand older. Looking yeah. at that bagel, it just got no, better. I really couldn't stand I was, looking at it. I was going to reach across and take a bite of that damn cream cheese and bagel, man. That's it, 609-828-5569. Love hearing from you. Thanks for your loyalty, the listeners, the whole bit. Uh, it's Tuesday, so have a great Tuesday. We'll be back next Monday, high atop the west side of Cherry Hill, right here in the boardroom of Grimley Financial, for all of your things cash flow related. If it's cash flow, if it's a debt, if it's a loan, if it's a corporate debt, individual debt, consumer debt that you owe, or you need, or you need a bank relationship, if it's cash flow, you should be talking to us about something. We can make your situation better. Ain't no doubt about that. That's a wrap. That's it. So everybody have a great Tuesday. God bless America. And uh, big game against Dallas. We'll be looking forward to that. And St. Joe Hawks, congratulations. That's what I got. That's yeah. a wrap. Thanks, boys. See ya.